Welcome to Theory Forge Chronicles uh, Sunday edition, I guess. I am Phantom X, joined as always by legendary Neurotoxin, the infamous Diggs, and Zog is joining us today too. So pride him away from the holiday activities. Uh, how's everybody doing? It's Sunday, so it's not Friday. It's still good. Uh, doing good. good. I just um, realized I we missed the opportunity to go with the name What You Talking Bot. Uh, yeah, I guess I should have asked. <laughs> it's all good. I like Sunday. Uh, the problem with Sunday is uh, the opposite of Friday, though, that, you know, you might have things that you just desperately need to accomplish by the end of the weekend on a on a normal week. But Friday, it's like the other problem of you're still recovering from the week itself. But I'm glad I can make it this week. Well, we've talked about moving to Sunday, so we'll see how this goes, I guess. Um, anyways, yeah, we are making up for Friday. That was my fault. Um, was not able to join us uh, sort of last minute. So we are here now. And, of course, the big thing is the uh, settlers phase, which is start and stopped, what, twice, three? I don't know how many times. Um, it's it's just in some intermittent. It's intermittent. You could uh, you had short windows in which you could spend a thousand dollars on a duchy, but if you're real real lucky, you could click fast enough and do it. But they all pretty much have been sold, right? I, I oh yeah, they went fast. Yeah, I didn't get a look at it um, before they took it down. So I know you had mentioned that. On um, on Angelica, I believe there are two duchies in Tyria that would be odd purchases. Um, I would be surprised if anybody runs to spend money on the duchy there. Uh, one in Riftwood that I believe is in the customer service stage of like it was half bought but with the up and down it's still going but with how quick Aranor filled up and uh, it was fast people don't people like to click buttons I'm not, <laughs> I'm not surprised by that um, because there were so many, so few I guess I think there were seven, like 17 duchies available. Something like 900 counties. I have it wrote down somewhere. Um, something like 900 counties, and then there was 5,000 or so settlements. So. Yeah, I saw a couple counties go in Riftwood. I, I had a lot of trouble navigating the site, and I wasn't doing a data pull or anything like that to, to check. But... In Riftwood, we were not surprised. We had people ready months ago, uh, and you know they talked, and they were like, kind of like to be dukes. You know, the and the people that we expected to be buying the spots bought them immediately. And uh, in these little windows, when the site was up, so. That all went as planned. Uh, I am glad that 
I already have everything that I want because the prices well, the price for a county, any county that I would be interested in is way more than I paid for to start with. Hmm. And I was kind of hoping to see some lower starting prices. I understand with the duchies, people have been desperate for the ability to buy a duchy for a long time, but I I was surprised at the the number of counties that are well over four hundred dollars when three seventy five was the uh county upgrade, but if people are buying them, that's good uh, and they will go down but i I was surprised uh, at the at the number when you see it on the page it it feels different to well if i get this pack and it has an upgrade and then i get an upgrade pack and then i've already spent more than five hundred dollars but it didn't feel like that i didn't look at a 440 dollar county and be like yes no spending the money before was about spending to participate in dss and you know getting a pick time, being ready to do all that. And I enjoyed it, but I am well, surprised I, at the price. I guess not enough people bought advent calendars, so they upped the price. Hmm. What? I, <laughs> I can't buy, I can't buy things in December like that. Really? Why not? Because <laughs> I buy things for my wife and my kids. I think, right. I think Diggs was yeah. saying we should have been here last show because that's kind of where yeah. we took no, that's the timing. I'm just saying timing, especially from what we're hearing on the weekend when everything's crashing. This is definitely not very good timing to have people stuck in the, well, almost everybody except one specific person stuck at the office trying mm. to fix things. Um, holiday season might not be the best time for that. But. Yeah, I mean, that's why, I, as always, I question putting something like this going when you're going to be going on a break, especially like the end of the year break for something that's like scheduled. But Well, Caspian's going on a break. Nobody else is. <laughs> well, if um, the usual... Well, unless you work retail, and I guess you could make an analogy towards to retail, but for the the jobs that I work, we spent the last two weeks ensuring that people that weren't taking the time off had things that they could do that didn't require them to be interacting with other people right so it was about setting up the ability for anyone in any role to go on vacation but the people who were there who are still around to not end up with blockers right because other people are on vacation and that's doable but when you have a site outage or you're that's that's a blocker. Mm -hmm. um, it's a big deal. And if you're going to plan something like that as a company, 
got to start talking about that in September, that it's everybody, like, we're not taking time off between Christmas and New Year's this year because that's our big launch. Start talking to your family. And then, I don't know. Yeah. It's not Macy's. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, can't so hear you, Nero. With the idea that it was actually going to go smoothly, the um, the timing of it probably wouldn't have necessarily been that bad. It was still maybe a little questionable to do it right at the end of the year here instead of waiting a little bit. But they might have had a reason or have some reason why they wanted to get it out of the way and get it done as quickly as possible. Uh, but it's... Uh, <clears throat> uh, they're saying that I'm quiet even while I'm mute, or not muted. Mm-hmm. So it, it's one of those things that where you know you've got a scheduled break coming up. You know you've got a you know maybe six week long event or however long it's going to be going here, and um, it it's it's something where I as a worker would see. Wait, we're about to release something that's a live thing going on the website. It has to work right because it's only going to run once. And we're supposed to just be on vacation while it happens. Um, suspicious, but you know, at the same time, this might have been something that they've uh, arranged and decided on long in advance. So you know, having all the time to prepare, this is not something they really talk about in any extent outside of the office. So I have no idea what the actual um, wheelings and dealings are here. I don't think anybody yeah. really does. And I wouldn't expect them to communicate. It wouldn't even feel right if they did communicate that. We don't need to know. We're not letting people take vacation this year for Christmas because we're we're putting out Settlers of Illyria. You know, whoa, (laughs) hold up, hold up there. So I don't know. Once you have the crashes, we kind of know people are going to have to be working trying to get it working again so a big part of what we have been talking about or i guess i have been talking about in our discord chat um because it's been talked about a lot on their discord chat was this idea of bots um which has had a lot of people i guess upset um I think that was sort of the initial response was, you know, we turned this on and immediately there were thousands of requests and it slowed us down to a crunch. And so I thought it would be good to kind of talk about bots a little bit because I don't think people fully get what that even means or what. what. So so just so everyone knows, I think a lot of people already do know, um, you know, I during DSS have I wrote a C uh, sharp program that, that scrapes the JSON data from the, the API. Um, so I. I guess, have a bot. Um, what has sort of come, I think, now from their le- most latest update was that it's, I think, clearly not bots, although they might not have helped the, the situation. It sounds like there's more of an issue with it and how they implemented, my guess is, by the uh, flash sales and the changes in price, they, they introduced a new piece of code. If you don't pay attention to developer tools, you wouldn't even notice, but th- there was a new... Clear a clear new piece of code that that what what did you describe it there's as? Some, there's a whole new feature on the website with the pop up too. Yeah, it's a signal R, which 
Well, it's it uses WebSockets and some other stuff, but well, yeah, it's a it's a .NET framework uh, uh, module that allows for asynchronous communication. So if you have a website open, it'll send you a message when something changes and force you to reload the piece, right? So it'll it'll be keeping track of who you are and and bouncing things back and forth and it's real stable and it's designed so that even old browsers can mm. can work with it like new browsers you know you just connect to a web socket and you get streaming up and down whenever you want and it it's fine but it doesn't work on every mobile device you know web web development is gets hard when you try to make it work for everyone who has access to a web page right and part of what signal r does is to help you handle that because if if your web page if your website is updating and it matters now so that people don't leave the site up for five days and go to buy something that says $250 and they try to buy it for $250 and then they go through the whole process and they spend $250 and then they reload the page and see that it's $179. You know, all of that needs to be taken care of. There are a lot, there are a lot of interesting problems to solve and it's very hard to solve all of those problems when you're dealing with people on mobile devices. You don't know what browser they're using. You know, people could be using, you know, Netscape uh, 4.0 or whatever, you know, before it was even Mozilla. Uh, yeah, we. so you need to be able to handle that, but then you end up working with a million different toolkits and a million different uh, libraries to help it, and it convolutes everything. Yeah, so I assume I that just, I assume that is kind of where this um, error has popped up is, is somehow within that code. Um, but but again, back to to bots, and I don't know. So so. I guess I can speak to my perspective. Um, I think one of the thoughts is, is somebody using a bot to, you know, purchase, uh, purchase settlements, purchase things as they price changes. I guess that, that is possible. That, that's not what I do um, or have done. Um, mine is, is a, it's a pure C sharp. So, so, so the purpose of it is to just gather data. So um, I don't know how much people really understand when you go to the website, right? You have a front end, you click on a settlement, um, that triggers a request to the API. The API handles that request, sends back its response, which is the data, the JSON data for whatever settlement you have selected or county or duchy. And then, it, you know, JavaScript then takes that data, interprets it, puts it in a visual representation, and that's what you see on your screen. Now, my the program that I have does not do any of that. It, it, it basically uh, doesn't, it does not interact with the front end at all. It just interacts with the API. Um, in some perspective to hit all four, four servers, it takes it about 17 to 18 hours to complete. And it comes down to about one request per second or so, which really is not a lot. I mean, an API should be able to handle that. 
And I think that was one of the first things that we kind of, well, Sog, you mentioned too, you know, when, when the post says, oh, well, there were thousands of re requests. It's like we are, you, thousands, is not that many. Like Thousands it, just seems like normal users if you just open a feature like this. That's what I mean. And, and, and the, the bot that I have basically is an end user, more or less. I mean, I guess it's more intense into that over time. But in the moment, it's the equivalent. Um, now, I can't speak Plus to Plus or minus, else. because it doesn't have to transmit all the uh, the visual data and all the front-end data the same way. So if it's just like, oh, you're looking for this, here's this. Oh, you're looking for this, here's this. That's completely different than having to chug and all the back and forth and make sure everything loads then. You make one click and then it has to rechug the entire thing. Yeah, that's. I, I would imagine the what your your uh, system is doing there is a lot more lightweight in the long run than any individual user just like clicking around with high speed internet. Yeah, like. But the the actual data transfer is small. Mm -hmm. um, I also, you know, someone who was asking for some map data i wrote what in an hour or something i i wrote a cloud deployed uh, aws system that every 500 milliseconds pings the next thing on the list and grabs every grabs all the information and i ran it once but it's 120 requests to uh, a text document a minute not it's not a denial of service attack, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm not doing, a, you know, if people are being irresponsible and repeatedly asynchronously hitting everyone at the same time and hoping to get it all back, you know, okay, you know, yeah. that's irresponsible. But at the same time, it's a text document that is static, so it's not changing. It can be kept in memory. It can be transmitted over HTTP requests very, very quickly because it's a few kilobytes, right? It's not a huge file. Um, it's fine. I but now, if people are running in a different way. So not they didn't look in the code and see the endpoints where you can get the JSON text and pull that. If they're downloading all the images and doing all of that, then it, that's where a problem can come in. That if you're running a bot to try to download all of those images over and over and over again quickly, you end up um, bogging down the server with um, the IO input output. So they're they're not all kept in memory. They're read from disk and back and forth every time. And it bogs down the whole system and becomes a problem. But, um, you know, Zeke is, uh, says the difference between DDoS and lots of people connecting is that users connect in different times. In this case, uh, probably within 30 seconds to a couple minutes. Uh, but a DDoS is, ends up being millions of distributed requests from a botnet, right? It's not like me sending a request every second from something that I'm running on my computer. That is fewer requests 
it's fewer requests than if I'm browsing the site and I'm clicking. Because when you click, you're doing more than one request. You're doing a, yeah. Um, yeah, Zeke is right. It could be millions or billions and computers yep. yeah. who well, have no idea. That internet of things, yep. <laughs> yeah, they have no idea that they're participating. And But I don't think that that's been the complaint. The complaint is about people just scraping. And scraping is, well, not only one, legal, uh, two, uh, several big cases just uh, just were upheld by a federal court saying that you can scrape data. Um, so it's right. legal. It's, it's it's legal, but that it, this is a private company. It's not like freedom of speech and stuff. If you do something that violates their terms, they still reserve they the can, right to terminate you for it. They can terminate your account, but what yeah. if you don't have an account? What does it matter? I mean, you're no. not, you're not, this is not a malicious attack. It's, right. it's just, right. then, it's just data collecting yeah. of, from things that public yeah. and it's not like it's something that's uh, revealing something that they don't want to. There might be some data in there that does contain stuff that they don't want people revealing, but I believe there's layers of security involved with accessing, like figuring out who's somebody's, you know, the actual name of somebody who claimed a place or whatever their, you know, username. That's there's somewhere in the system where that that's exists. not available. But that's not something that you can get. Yeah, not at all. This would that would require that would be a, a whole different hacking uh, experience yeah. that I don't even know how I would do it. So I guess that's a good thing because that's I a show for a different channel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. I guess I should point out I, I'm not actively doing that and I will not be during this time. I I, I had during downtime have a, an initial data set and that that's all I really I, I I don't think people really have a need to constantly be doing this I, I assume the reason that it is being done is to catch those price changes catch those flash sales I think there are probably easier ways to do that um, and you could just monitor your your client right for when it gets pushed up with a new flash sale and capture that but um, and, and it is important, I guess, Sagi so mentioned being responsible. Part of why it takes 18 hours, I've built in sort of self-limiting stops that, that's built in within. So it doesn't ping, 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 ping the API. Even if you do that, though, they already have a timeout function. So, um, you know, they, they will they timeout the program anyway. So you, you, you can't do that repeatedly for a long period of time. Now, that's, I guess, not to say there aren't some irresponsible people who don't have you know, a bot per kingdom, a bot per duchy, all running at the same time. I guess. That's still minuscule. It is. It's still tiny. It is. I, I mean, we've, yeah. I, 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 part of this is just, again, the, the communication from the top that, you know, oh, these are bots. This is the problem. If you have bots, turn them off, which I think is a, as a sort of a quick excuse. But I think anyone who has created one and runs it realizes, well, if that actually is the case, you have bigger problems. <laughs> than a single bot hitting your API um, because you should be able to handle those. And I actually put a picture just so people can see what actually gets returned. Like I said, this this has no interaction with the front end whatsoever. So there's no HTML, no CSS, no images, no JavaScript. It's just hitting the API. And this is sort of 
what will return. You guys won't be able to see it, but it will be on the stream. So this is the data that gets returned back. Um, it's just a text file. And then, then JavaScript, right, would, if it's through the front end, JavaScript would loop over this, pull out things, display it for you. But this is the, um, this is what we are pulling out. And then you can manipulate that later. I mentioned maps, uh, you know, separate, it was sort of a, I guess I should say there's two programs. One was a bot to just get the data. Then I wrote a separate program within C Sharp that actually manipulates the data, which is completely independent. It's a totally separate thing. Doesn't have anything to do with their bandwidth at that point once the data is off the site. There's no more use for this, the site at that point. Um, so I, I just, there are other ways, I guess. Again, talking about being responsible, you, you could use a browser-based. Um, I think I've heard it, uh, at some point during DSS, somebody had mentioned, I won't say who it was, was actually capturing um, the files as they transferred through a browser. Um, as Sog just mentioned, that's going to be a whole lot more strain on um, but if you're just leaving it open and waiting for it to happen, you're no more than one more use. Well, but you're, I assume at that point you're clicking through every single set. You don't have to click. No, I'm talking about through the through, the, through an actual uh, uh, user experience with a browser, right? Because you can go into developer tools, download the. You could do that. The, you could run a headless. It's a completely inefficient way to do it. Um, <laughs> but um, but that is that that's possible. Because uh, then the other question is, well, how can they stop it? I mean, you could, I guess, force a login, right, to view. Um, I don't know that that would limit you. You you, you could still you could still scrape data, um, even if you had to log in. Um, you just send headers with the appropriate credentials, or or you use a browser or a headless browser. Um, so I I don't know that there's a lot of good answers to bots. Um, I don't know that there needs to be. It's it shouldn't. But be they can't. They can't the, be the level of problem that the communication that the conversation has hyped them up to be, unless yeah. they're malicious bots, right? Like a non-malicious bot is not making any difference to the performance of this site. Right. I mean, I I can't remember as a conversations you guys were having or some of the other conversations I was seeing, but from the, the sound of it, it was just uh, a whole lot of different features on the website that didn't want to participate together. And it may have initially looked like it was an issue involving bots and requests and something like that, when in actuality, it was just something not hooked up correctly. Um, and, you know, for all I know, it's actually just a it's 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 a, one of those quick fixes that it's a quick fix once you actually figure out what it is sort of things the um the you know what I, the, the one nail on the uh, the the orange plant where you, you you have to go all the way up and down the line when the guy nails down uh you know knocks down the nail that's uh messing up with the uh the oranges it's like you know that'll be ten thousand dollars well, what do you mean it's like oh yeah no it's like you just nailed down a hammer uh, uh, or hammer down a nail. Well, yeah, no, I had to know which nail it was. It could be very much something like that, where they need to figure out exactly what's going on that's making them think that it was working in this way. Uh, that's just what I've gathered from some side conversations. I'm not sure um, truly what the official stance is and what's going on here. I think that what would be much worse than having than me writing a bot that just sent a bunch of requests is that if you mess up the back and forth 
the the ping pong because so many of us just leave the domain site open yeah right so when you add in a system that is polling that it periodically is sending your request it says hey did it change hey is my version good 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 so everybody opens up the site just naturally using it and all of the sudden all of them are saying hey is my version good at the same time and it turns into this huge amount of noise ah. and they're getting pinged back so i see by setting that up by setting up this asynchronous system they created a way where people that just leave their computer on and open to the page are dramatically increasing the request volume and if that's not tuned correctly and I assume that's what the problem was. I, I told you, I, I, I open, you know, I, I first day had the browser open and I just, I'm weird. So I always had browsers open with developer tools. And in 30 minutes, there were 12, 15 different, you know, error messages on the console, uh, ping pong requests. Are you there? Um, new can, you know, so, so in my head, I assumed when they noticed this big uptick is they just had normal users, like you said, sitting there, either not browsing or browsing, but all of a sudden they have a huge increase in the amount of requests and responses and all this. And they, they saw that as bots. The reality is bots don't even interact with that part, right? So my, my, my program wouldn't touch the front end. There would be no conversation back and forth. I uh, mean, we could write a bot that just connected mm -hmm. to the, uh, the ping pong. Yes, but... But but that's not what I don't think that's what anybody was doing. I don't think that was what the complaint. So I want to make it clear, everybody, that this this episode isn't us like sitting here trying the uh, the SBS web team that you know shenanigans happen. We always expect shenanigans with the web stuff. This happened to be the shenanigans this time. It happens. Um, no, uh, yeah. You're right. You know, we're not. <laughs> we're we're not like oh man, they still get their job. No, it's you know, if anything, we have sympathy for them having to deal with this stuff coming into the holiday season, and uh, hope they can figure it out as quickly as possible because this is not a fun thing to have to go into the I'm, holidays. I, I'm I'm kind of I wanted to do this, and I'm the one that sort of pushed this part to the show is just because I'm kind of annoyed, and I've kept my mouth shut within their Discord because there's just these fairly frequent. You know, oh, people pop in. Why is the site, you know, where's the site? Oh, it's down. Why is it down? Bots. And then it's sort of like, you know, they need to ban all of them. They need to kick them out. And I could, well, I guess that means me. Um, so let me actually explain to you what that is and what it isn't um, so you can better understand. Um, I, you know, one thing I've, I've, I actually have mentioned to them that I think would maybe, if they are really worried about bots, is just say, Every week, we're going to just give you a data dump. You can download it. Um, it's it's basically a dump of the price changes over that week period. You don't have to scrape. You don't have to ping our API. We're just going to give you a give you the data in in bulk. Some you know on a different in a different method. I think if they're really worried, that would probably help. I don't know. I I don't think. I personally don't know why people care about the price changes um myself but that's why i'm not i get not doing it during this phase if there are people that are being irresponsible 
and not setting timeouts on requests or not keeping things civil. There's nothing wrong with gathering data from the website. It's literally, it's 100% fewer requests and less data downloading than me clicking around the map, right? It's way less than me clicking around the map and writing it down. So that can't possibly be the problem. But if there are people that are asynchronously trying to pull all of the data from the site every 15 seconds or something like that, yeah, okay. I don't know. Maybe somebody wrote crazy bots like that without, with total disregard to... That's possible. Uh, because I could write that, but I wouldn't because nobody wants that. Right. Nobody, nobody wants their website to be hit by, you know, 15,000 requests a second from one user. Um, and I think that's being irresponsible more than being malicious. Right. So a responsible web scraping or API scraping bot, you know, you do a couple of requests a second and not a lot more than that because that's not what you don't need that resolution for whatever you're doing and you can't sell this data anyway so it's not like there's value to getting it way faster uh i i hope that people aren't doing that but i won't totally write that off there might be something like that happening there might be a bunch of people that just hit every endpoint every 15 seconds and try to see if it's different to do that and and that's but why i wouldn't that's not what that's not what anyone here has done and that's yeah. not anything that we would support other people doing and that's that's why i wanted to i started with my this is my viewpoint because that, that could be, because as we were talking about this in Discord, my initial, just knowing what I wrote, my initial response was, you know, because the question was, well, could they be checking every 20 minutes for these flash shells? And so based off what I wrote, like, even if I removed the delay that I put in, like, there's no way you're getting all that in 20 minutes. It's not going to happen. So my initial response was no, that that's just not possible. And then it dawned on me, oh, well, I guess you could have someone that has 20 or 30 different bots all going after different areas. That is a totally shitty thing to do, but I guess it's possible. Um, and maybe the my, uh, my whole system runs on AWS Lambda, and I can spawn any number of lambdas on my AWS account at any time and pay <laughs> pay for their execution, of course, because that's what it is. But I could send I could send one file to AWS with a list of parameters and execute any number of things on other people's machines all at the same time so it's not like the and then save all of those responses to s3 um so it's it's different sorry that's getting pretty maybe more technical than we really want to go with this but I can get as much data as I want from a website at any time because I can do it all asynchronously using other people's computers if I'm willing to pay for it. Um, because there's a cost associated with delegating to the cloud and and doing all of that. But I, like I said, 
that would be irresponsible. And I just, if people are doing that, okay, then that's when we talk about, well, how do, how do they solve that problem? I don't know. There are a variety of different paths, but number one, we've seen the same thing happen every time a new a new shiny was put up or you know remember people had these there were some bots that were malicious that were trolling discord for whenever snipe hunter posted in um, in announcements they were ddosing the site right there have been malicious attacks they they have been automated and specifically targeted now that shouldn't extend to to you know, community tools and i think that what we're talking when we hear oh no no bots no none of that we're like whoa we we know people making community helpful tools you know they're not hurting the site they're not causing a problem but what we don't know is how much of that malicious stuff is still happening and there might be some uh I assume there is some because we know for sure that it was happening before. And it wasn't, the site wasn't just going down because someone posted a message and that everyone clicked on the link to the forums. That was not, um, was not the case. Um, so. That's more or less what I wanted to say, I guess, about that. It's just that, um, you know, there are very different types of bots, so, you know, I'm not looking to get banned. I was asked to not do something, not going to do it. It's, it's as simple as that, so I don't think it would have had an impact, but asked not to do it, not going to do it. So. Yeah, I haven't run my thing for a long time. I did it. One person asked me for a data dump. I ran it over a couple hours, and I gave it away, and... It was less than if I just clicked through the map, so I didn't feel bad about it. Uh, either way, we did, well, on a positive note, we did finally get two settlers of Valyria. Is this... Yeah, you weren't here for that discussion last week. I wasn't here. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not happy with that, but... You're not happy that we're there? I think it's the wrong order, myself. Personas first? Uh, I don't think... Well, my rationale is you have not advertised. You are not getting new blood here. You are, you'll get stuff sold, uh, but you are not going to maximize the, possi the possible sales here. So the only thing I could come up with is they realize that, and they just have other things they need to get to for 2020, so this is just getting it out of the way. So. Yeah, I can't talk about that kind of stuff. So, but... Um, Anyways Yeah, sorry I'd, I would love to join that conversation But I just can't talk about The marketing stuff um, Not specifically for SBS But just I can't I can't be in that position Work because of work um, I do have a question that comes specific to this, and I don't know if anyone knows the answers. Um, when NPCs select, 
their settlements or whatever. Well, they name well their will the settlement name change? Like we we change our settlement names. Will theirs change? Because if not, when you start talking about data scraping, uh, you're muted, Neuro. Um, that will become very easy to see what is MPC owned and what is not. No, that's a good question. I don't think I actually mentioned that would probably be something to direct, uh, ask the developers directly. So it doesn't, I don't, yeah, that's one of those things because I don't know why the NPCs would actually change the name. I, 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 I'm not arguing that they should. I, I just, with not knowing exactly who owns what, you know, some hidden secrets behind it. Um, you know, it will just become very easy to figure that out. So. And then the other thing is if they do decide to do that, they might not show those name changes until after uh, Settlers is complete anyhow, because I don't think it has to be completed during uh, Settlers, the, the name changes. Yeah, I mean, it, we also know that the names of the settlements were derived from what NPCs would have named them. Because um, uh, they're supposed to be related to historical events or, you know, things that were part of the whole development of the world and everything that happened with that. So what I think it is, is the NPCs have already named them is the best way to uh, the best way to describe it. Yeah, New Lexicon actually is saying in chat here, Caspian said in Discord, they wouldn't change the name nor their purchase count as demand and effect prices of surrounding settlements. So thank you for the uh, thank you for being on the ball about that. I didn't see that one. Of course, as we know, uh, a lot of messages happen in Discord and either have to have been there for them or have to know someone who was there for them or is aware. So good detail on that one. Good to know. Um, and it's actually good that they don't um, affect the demand either, because that uh, that that at least makes it that if stuff starts getting snatched up in an area that's fairly sparse, but you did kind of want to put down, it's not going to start getting uh, more difficult to put down there, just because that's where the NPCs are starting to select. That's nice. I wish we did know more about how they figure out demand. Yeah, I I don't know if they'll actually post all of the, the numbers and the information on it. It'd be nice after it's over to be like, so here's how we actually. Well, I feel like it's important for planning, right? If you're waiting towards the end for a bigger discount as people start purchasing things, does that mean the demand goes up so the cost goes up and the discount? I, I mean, I don't know how any of that works. I just wish people... Because there's some, right? There's 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 clearly going to be people that are trying to get the best price. So, yeah. demand is a fudge factor. It doesn't even matter if there's anything implemented to do demand. But Just claiming that it's there is enough. Y yeah, it, it's <laughs> uh, otherwise. You know, we pull. We pull all the data with all the prices or whatever, and we compare them, and we're like, well, this one went down 
9.97%. Why did the other one go down 10.03%? You know, like, it, even if demand is just a fudge factor, yeah, or or something that covers that little difference and doesn't even exist, I'm happy with it. I just, I think it's fine, no matter how it works. Just so long as it works, um, or doesn't work, and it doesn't matter. And the, How many people are gonna buy saying, it? They keep using that word uh, "restart," and in my head, like I think "reset." Did you like give everyone a refund and everything's oh, yeah. back how it was? But no, I don't. I don't yeah. believe that's the case. I guess we should say, yeah, when they say "restart," I mean, as far as we know, and I can't imagine they would change this. All sales at this point are final. So anything that's been because the the first initial, I think there was two dozen maybe settlements or a combination of things that were able to get purchased things crashed they re restarted or whatever you want to call it reopened um and that was actually stable for a little while because that's when all of the duchies got bought up and then sort of it deteriorated over a few hours and then they brought it back down so now you can't access anything you can't even access the api right now so it's it's all shut yeah. down so i know if a uh was it one of the quad counts in um uh was it the next kingdom over that uh ended up make actually getting their um duchy so that was you know it's very similar to that's one person i know that was really stuff but you know other folks sound like it was kind of limiting difficult to get to the things it was really it's very almost the exact same or similar as to the the Again, I don't know what they called it. The the after DSS, the, everyone that had purchased had their go around, but had not been in the line. Like that that initial opening also oh, right. kind of went the same way. It lasted for like five minutes, and some people got through. But they they I mean they honored all of the ones that got it were able to get purchases. So I don't think that will change. Um, so. 30, 30, what, we're going to have probably 30 days of this, 35? How many we're, we're down now? Has it been a week yet? No. I don't think we make a judgment on the number of days left until it's going to be continuously up. Um, I don't know. I don't know why you, why you buy now is kind of is my big question i had considered on my other account picking up a settlement or even a county but it's the wrong time i can't do it seasonally right i just spending money on other people um and I don't it it doesn't feel as much like I'm involved with the community like it it's easy to spend money when everybody is working together to try to get something done right a DSS was perfect for that it as being a part of something it was great and 
people felt good about spending money. Like, even if in retrospect, like, yeah, maybe I didn't need to spend that extra 200 or whatever. It doesn't matter. At the time, people felt good about doing it. And now, if you didn't already want it and weren't our... It, so with Dutchies totally understandable right right already wanted it you missed the window to be able to buy it and how is the window and you have the money saved up and you have the and you've set the money aside months ago mm-hmm. yeah for a settlement how much were the lowest settlements it was supposed to be 65 but i don't know what they actually no i didn't get not yet anyways it was i uh, don't think anything is that low yet but i didn't i i didn't I'm trying to remember. Um, I didn't either. The ones I looked, maybe down to eighty-two, eighty-four dollars. Mm-hmm. So, so I will say that, that at the start, and I think they've discounted some things just because of the problems. Um, you know, they give those ranges, but it's, but it basically averaged out to like um, one thousand five hundred, one hundred. So, one thousand for a duchy would be the average five hundred for a county, one hundred for a settlement mm-hmm. between the ranges, and all of the duchies were above that average but all of the counties and settlements were below that average, actually just starting out. So A lot of counties were in the high threes to fours range. Uh, and I couldn't access settlements. I, I tried to reload several times to be able to see, but the one that was on sale was on sale for 72 mm-hmm. when I could get in. Um, yeah, I, th- I think I'm. I'm thinking uh, uh, 65 is like the highest that I would want to spend on a settlement, and it would have I to be the th- ideal Hamlet that you wanted. No, I mean, if I go in and I found one for 65, I would buy now just to know that I had one settlement, and then I'd wait until later um, to try and get something for lower. But if there's nothing at 65, I'm not gonna think, but. Yeah, it Do seems, you want uh, a settlement? Uh, I mean, I might as well. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Um, just to have one. But I don't really want to spend as much money on I'll buy you one huh? for Christmas. <laughs> I want to see what happens. I want to see what happens. I don't think it's going to be much different than your... You'll didn't. never be there. Yeah. You'll be exploring. You'll come back and everything will be broken down and overgrown. No, no, no. I think that if he had a settlement, he would have very specific ideas for it. And there would be an alt. I don't have to be, be there. Hey, hey uh, I, I'm, I'm serious. Tell me where you want. I'll, uh, can I? Can you gift these? <laughs> well, it should be in somewhere in Theory's Forge. Well, there's only one. I mean, there is one available there. You can certainly purchase it. I'm saying. Right. Oh, up there. I don't know. I think there's uh, yeah. a much better Tereske area that. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to say we've gone for about an hour here and we can keep going on, but I had promised a Sunsight Firework giveaway. And so I'm going to roll this uh, lovely. Uh, I'm not sure how the focus is going to look here or the lighting. It's. Uh, D20 here, and we'll uh, see what the result is. We got a four. Who is number four? That is Hellmoon 
1500. Hellmoon, 1500. All right, send a whisper to, uh, send a whisper to me and uh, Legendary Neurotoxin and give me your uh, username and I can send you those fireworks. And That's if you already someone. got some, great. You can give them to someone else. Free gift. Um, Zeke made a good point going back a little bit. The entire idea of, oh, damn, chat's making me miss this. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, just sort of pointing out, I don't know how many, how many mayor cities were unclaimed, but keeping them as NPCs instead of asking the community to buy even more stuff. You know, I, 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 we've talked about, especially the kingdom, like, I, I feel like, what was it, $3,500? Is that right? Mm. Like, I, I feel like I would keep a lot of, yeah, I would keep a lot of this as NPCs. I mean, we've talked about that. I feel like you get more, in the long run, more money out of, you know, a live event or something, letting people fight over that kingdom as your game opens. I feel like that's worth much more than $3,500. But um, The... Uh the argument here is uh, there are two sides. One is the game is about interacting with NPCs. That's number one, right? So the, the whole game design is based around interacting with NPCs. So interaction with NPCs has to be great. So first you think, okay, well then wouldn't it be great to have NPC Dukes or even an NPC King? And then the other side of the argument is can NPC leadership code be okay? Oh, you know, that's an interesting point. As I understand, the there's a limit to what an OPC can do without uh, player interaction. They'll only ever be able to get to, like, you know, a functional, mediocre artisan level. You can, you can make all the basic things, but you're not... You know, not doing something super exceptional. You're not innovating on anything as an OPC. I have to imagine the NPCs are going to be kind of in that range, maybe with some more plus or minus variants than what an OPC would be expected to do. Uh, that there will be some who lead better, that run better, that uh, they get they get better um, support from their local community than. A player would just because there's some, I don't know, whatever, maybe it's a racial and a religion combination, plus they did some heroic deed that they were recognized for or something. That's, you know, that's why they, they're able to be a better leader than the player, just because the NPC has some history or something. So I don't know. Who knows? That's, that's, there's definitely a lot of room for variance, but I would imagine... Compared to an OPC, an OPC, I would imagine, is always going to be about, you know, about like a C, you know, B minus to, you know, D plus range of individual in general. Oh, we're leave them talking on. about true NPCs, though. Yeah, not, yeah, no, I'm yeah. saying just, just relative relative to an OPC that I believe they're going to be a lesser variant sort of range and that NPCs are going to be a greater variant sort of range. But... Um, you know, we'll see. I what I what I do know is that anybody who thinks the game's gonna have too many players relative to NPCs probably needs to remember the fact that unless everybody decides even if you all decide to be a ward of the state or whatever, you don't have a family, 
if everyone decides to be, you know, or hobo orphan Batman, then there's still going to be a large amount of, you know, ancillary NPCs related to that person that exist in the world otherwise. But I don't imagine that's going to be the case. There's going to be a lot of people that's just normal existence. I've got a family, I've got whatever last name was appointed or, you know, joined player families that exist. And you've just got an extended NPC family. And that's just what it is. So for every player, there could be anywhere from, you know, two to, who knows, 10, 20 individuals, depending if you got a nice house, big house or not. Maybe an old soul, you know, who knows. But oh man! That regarding was regarding sales, before we hang up for the night, I think that the push for selling the highest level leadership positions is important because it diminishes the ne- the need for at launch high quality, high level leadership AI. Hmm. Say that again. So king, we want kings to be or monarchs to be accounted for because we don't want to have to care if monarch AI is bad. Mm, we want right. dukes to be accounted for because we don't want to care if duke AI is bad. At the count level, it becomes much less meaningful on on a global scale, but we need to... If they can check those things off on the list, going down in that way, right? The more high-level leadership occupied by humans, the better the world will run because there are so many moving parts to operating a duchy and it's about managing and communicating with people and computers are not good at communication roles right now. And that's why people get automated out of manufacturing roles and extra people get hired into communication roles. You know, it's the same thing with, you know, big business uh, as when we talk about game AI and communication roles ideally are occupied by and managed by human beings so that we don't run into that problem that we don't know how to make a computer CEO yet. What happens if uh, if there is a Dutch sheet that has a bad Duke, AI Duke. We're about to find out, aren't we? (laughs) Well, but I mean, you're saying we don't want that, but maybe we do. I don't know. Well, I'm up for, I mean, I'm chaotic neutral in general, so I'm up for seeing how it it plays out. Will will players be able to belong to NPC-owned counties and... If I, you if you spark in an NPC owned county, an NPC is your count. I, I'm just curious. Um, yeah, well, there was a question earlier about the the sort of map data and whether it would persist after all this through through the live launch. I don't think that would because they said they were going to pull it down at one point. Um, I mean, it's down right now. I can't even open <laughs> up the page. So. 
but no, none of that will be. Uh, and, well, I just imagine how easy it would be, right? That you know this this settlement has this number of players, this amount of them are you know militia type. That like how easy that would be to sort of manipulate. Um, Cartography is supposed to be an in-game skill. I expect that some third-party sites will help. Yeah, and wikis and stuff will help keep things going. But if the world is dynamic enough, it'll be hard to keep that up to date. And in-game, in-person communication or through Discord or whatever, you know, sharing screenshots and uh, leveling up cartography skill is going to be the way I hope you won't be able to just, like, log into the game server with a bot and get cartography details that would uh that would be a real bots are terrible conversation wouldn't it yes i'm just waiting for this awkward pause to end <laughs> i'm still I think waiting we end yeah. end on awkward pauses i i'm just uh i'm trying not to um join into the uh, whole upset thing in chat because I've been there and I don't have time for that right now. Oh, speaking of that, there was some uh, kerfuffle about, you know, old souls and, oh, buying buying power and, oh, that and the other. A lot of so you buy yourself a curse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And, you know, there's there's so many angles that I'm thinking about. It's like, great. So you bought an old soul for a ranger, but you want to be a fisherman or you bought an old soul for a fisherman, but you want to be a gladiator. Great job. You know, it's it's one of those things where there's there's so much potential variance with it that it's hard to really say whether it's ever going to be an advantage to anybody or not. You have to actually use it to even have it, you know, be advantageous in any way, possibly. But uh, I, I believe there was some some amount of complaint about what an old soul is and what sort of advantages it imparts, and I feel like it's an old conversation that we've so, already seen before. So I wasn't going to bring it, you know, bring it full circle and bring it all up again. Just it, it, it feels like this is one that's going to keep coming up and probably get explained a little more and come up again and get explained a little more. So. So people were complaining that they, you were able to purchase, purchase power? or otherwise earn um, something that gives you an advantage over. Are they not new to Illyria? And claiming that SBS said this was not going to be a pay-to-win game, and this and that and the other, and you know it, that always goes back to the conversation about what does it even mean to win an MMO? Like if you're not having fun, you're clearly not winning. <laughs> Um, I yeah. don't know. That seems like I mean everything that about seems it. Like fishing for drama, right there. Yeah. Literally, the entire pay structure is to purchase things that advance you within the game. Well, once you get you once the it. game is launched, well, I guess because you can buy story points, maybe. Yeah, we'll find out later. Theoretically, you can only buy a spark, right? 
when the game's live, I believe, yeah, Sparks and Souls were the only things, though I bet like name changes or being able to get a special last name or something like that might be some things that they, you know, otherwise make available or maybe some other things. And then, of course, I always bring up the idea that like, if the game does really well, it might be two years down the road. It's like, well, everyone that wants to get in on a new start because they're getting their asses kicked on whatever servers they're on right now, we're going to spin up one new server right in the middle of the United States. Good luck, everyone. And, you know, every couple of years, spin up a new server. Well, that would be the best business plan if they can get everything working well. I I agree completely. Uh, and that's something that's been done with uh, with other games that have longevity issues for a long time. I played a web-based game called War Tune for a while. It was a pay-to-win game, but you could never catch up to people by paying to win because the people who started paying earlier with the things that got up were always ahead of you. So they just kept opening new servers and people had their wallets ready and they jumped into the new server and they paid to be the god of that server. Um, (laughs) And I think that COE captures that desire that people have for that kind of jump. But but not not the impetus with the you can never catch up ideally right we'll have to see how it all gets there but how it all happens in reality but i get it and not just the 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 subject of winning the game but then there's also subject of what is even end game in something like this because for something where there's so many axes by which somebody can you know express superiority or you know dominance or control or whatever it's it's one of those things where uh, i feel like you're going to have a lot of a lot of people competing for and trading you know what the best of what they have is that you're going to have you know if one player's idea of winning is being able to make the absolute best blades that anybody can possibly make. Probably as partnered with somebody who they believe is the best metallurgist that can make the best metals for blades that can possibly be made. And so, I mean, what what is it to win? You can't actually be the best metallurgist and the best bladesmith possible. They've said it. You just can't. Impossible the amount of specialty and specificity to be the absolute best at one thing is not something that you will have lifetimes to be able to, you know, master some other thing as well. And, you know, you can get pretty good at things, I would imagine, but, you know, we're talking best of the best of the best with things. Yeah, no, you're, you're going to be, you know, kind of isolated and, and pigeonholed a little bit. So there's definitely, it's meant to be, a lot of back and forth working with a lot of people just because you've got the best blade doesn't mean you've got the best sword ever made someone's still got to make the hilt they've still got to balance it get the harmonics worked out and everything fine-tune it to the grip of the individual who's supposed to be using it for maximum effect but i don't know if we're going to get that level of specificity we'll see see you jumped so quickly to being the best craftsman in the world (laughs) and like my immediate thought was like 
can I be the first person to smack a monarch with a fish? You know, there you go. If like, that's, if that's what's like, winning, that was literally, yeah. that was what popped into my head. And <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not totally into smacking people with fish, but it just happened to pop into my head at the time. Like that, it, like, what would my goal be? What, when would I feel like I actually won the game? I don't know. For me, if I enjoy it for 10 years, then I've won. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's if I enjoy at. a game for three months, I've won. And I've already enjoyed Chronicles of Valyria for, for three months. So, you know, <laughs> as long as I don't throw a whole bunch more money at it, I think I'm okay and i can be disappointed here and there i will yeah, as be long disappointed. As they don't have another searing plague you're good to go yeah as long as there's no i, I like from uh, ariana Evany the for me winning is not be killed my character to die of old age while attending to a profession it's like well you're gonna need a lot of people putting their lives on the line and safety and defense and everything for you to be able to be that insulated because that's uh that's a very, uh, I believe, ambitious sort of goal, unless you're planning to be you know, living it up in the big city. But and when you're on your deathbed, just think, who did I smack with a fish? Yeah. <laughs> well, the two aren't mutually exclusive. If if you can hatch a plan to smack a fish with yep. a, smack a monarch with a fish, smack a fish with a monarch, that would be even more impressive, I think. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> we are 15 minutes over so yeah. um unless y'all have anything else pressing no, no. i think that was it okay. i just saw the old soul conversation want to kind of bring that one up again real fast and take it all the way to slapping the whale with your king uh remember where we uh, have another show to uh, spend some time on reading oh yeah <laughs> that's right i've got to write some write the inverse of the posted last time said talking about um being able to move to a different city instead of talking about system yeah it's a good idea okay all right well, well, thanks thank everyone for coming and uh hell moon you got your prize there uh the sunset fireworks we're going to have more giveaways that was one of the reasons why i was so happy with the advent calendars i got tons of shit to give away you want doves? I got doves. You want cats? I got cats. You want trebuchets? I might give you a trebuchet. We'll see. I'll take your trebuchet. <laughs> and raisin. <laughs> All right. Good night, well, everybody. Yeah, everyone have a good uh, Christmas. If you assume you celebrate it, we will be back. Next show is an Ashes show, and hopefully we will have uh, a something to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but there you go. All right. Everyone have a good uh, rest of the week. And again, Merry Christmas. See ya.